Welcome to the dark forest Jackie and her pals will never bore us Shameless confessions about our obsessions Will make us laugh and smile So let's explore the dark forest And dork down for a Hi, Jackie Cation here. You're listening to The Dork Forest. You know the websites, dorkforest.com, thedorkforest.com. If you like a determiner, JackieCation.com has everything. Both of my podcasts, all of the stand-up stuff, the new album, links to YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, all the things. But so, I think, does dorkforest.com, where you can look at old videos of different shows. Anyway, if you want to support the show, tell people about the show, review it on iTunes, thumbs it up on Pandora or Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. I appreciate that. You can donate. You can donate monthly. PayPal lets you do that. You can also do my Venmo if you like. It's at Jackie Cation absolutely everywhere. And my email address is Jackie at JackieCation.com. And that's what the PayPal is. The PayPal link is on JackieCation.com and DorkForest.com. And go to any of them. Thanks for listening. There's merch. There's stand-up. There's tour guide. You know, you can find out where I'm touring. This is getting long. So let's get into the show. Hi, Jackie Cation here. Full of rage, usually not usual, not usual. Hi, not normal in front of a dork forest, but I'm full of rage. How's it going out there? The Supreme Court has destroyed Roe, so we all need to step up and fight back. The good news is our friends at Abortion Action Front have a plan. July 17th, they're hosting an activist training day called Operation Save Abortion, AAF, is gathering experts from every area of the abortion justice movement and live streaming a series of conversations that break down the many ways that you can help protect reproductive rights. Real things that you can do. So helping patients with travel needs, lobbying politicians, getting into good trouble out in the streets are just a few of the opportunities these amazing panelists will break down. Specifically, and bonus, they'll connect you with the organizations in your area doing this work. So gather your friends for a watch party and commit to being a defender of abortion access. Operation Save Abortion, July 17th. For all info and to register, hit up operationsaveabortion.com. It's online. Everybody can do this. We can all do this. Uh, July 17th. Get out there. Operationsaveabortion.com. Hi, uh, Jackie Cation in my garage, like, I, like I'd like to be. And uh, let me just tell you that I just did a, a glorious show with stand-up comedian, actor, and uh, national delight, Zach <laughs> Noe Towers. Welcome to the program. Welcome to the Dork Forest. I'm so excited to be here. I brought my canteen and my walking stick. And if you want to be a ranger, you've, you you got to bring your ranger tools. So it's uh, you got green mana so that you can. It's going to be great. Um, yeah. So Zach Noe Towers is a great stand-up comic. You guys look for uh, it's Z A C H, correct? For Zach, yes. Z A C H N O E. T-O-W-E-R-S. It will be in the notes. And he has a, po- a podcast, which uh, sounds very exciting. It's called Good Morning Sodomites. And uh, and it's about the journey of how you first had sex, I think, or something. Or your yeah, it's sexual- like your sexual journey from start to now. So whatever that looks like, it changes person to person. But does it yeah. ever get super sad? I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, here's the good news. Everybody lived. 
right? Yes. At that, at, when, when By the time the podcast begins, when you start recording, Zach, <laughs> everyone has lived through whatever sexual trauma they have gone through, and then they've realized that it's just sex. I um, never thought of it that way, but I should, I should remind people that they're alive, <laughs> that they made it out. They made it out. I mean, that's, I mean, I had a friend who used to tell her story of how she lost her virginity, and she was like, at the at the end of when I lost my virginity, all I could think was, "Wow, that wasn't that's not that big of a deal." Okay, uh-huh. and uh, uh-huh. and then you're like, "Well, let's do it again, and maybe it'll be more fun next time, and then it'll be fun, and then it'll be less fun, and then it'll be just fine, and then it'll be fun, and then it'll be less fun, or you know, it'll just all the things." Boring, exciting. <laughs> sometimes it's wetter than other times. Right. Sometimes it's the it's the fireworks and other times you're like that was actually really enjoyable thank you for having me and uh, <laughs> thank you for having me what a great that's going to be my autobiography about my sex life thank you for having my me. mine is jerking off to memories oh uh, do you sing that song about memories <laughs> <laughs> the cat song the famous cat the song. famous cat song yes and um so <laughs> Zach Noe Towers, uh, mm-hmm. Good Morning Sodomites is the name of the podcast, stand-up comedy. Oh, yeah. It's ZachZoeTowers.com for like touring and, and all the things that anyone might need to know. And then Instagram and Twitter and all the places. And Are you on TikTok? I am. Are you on TikTok? I am. I am. Oh. I'm, I'm busy clipping things like a mad person, like crazy. I, do you love it? I love TikTok. I don't scroll. I don't ever watch <gasps> anybody else's TikToks. Jackie, I know I'm a you're monster. missing out. I don't listen and to any, like, anybody else's it, podcasts either. It's very sad. Well, that's that's fair. But <laughs> it's like it's like dork central on TikTok. And super specific. You can get yep. like if you love pickleball, you could just go, I wonder what it's like. And you could see absolutely everyone enjoying pickleball, like Darlene, who was on this program talking about pickleball. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) so, but I just, I post stand-up. I post stand-up clips and then I post clips from this show and my other podcast, Jackie and Lori. And then I post uh, occasional, just weird, oh, I know, hotel art on the road. I'll post that. I love that. I love that. And, uh, you know, essentially I post everything to everywhere. And the people on TikTok, sure. TikTok seem to be the only ones truly like I have 72,000 followers on TikTok. And that's, that's huge. It's huge. I have 18,000 followers on Instagram and you would think it would be a lot more. It would be like it would be a bigger deal. But TikTok seems to enjoy a 30 second stand up comedy. And in my case, a fourth of a joke. Because <laughs> I'm chatty freaking Magoo, <laughs> so that's good. Yeah, you bait them with you bait them with the clip, and then they come see the full version. Come see on the stage. shows. Come see the real yeah. shows. I got all kinds of. I'm in Minneapolis. I'm in San Francisco. I'm in Denver. I'm in all these places coming up. Call it, please come and see me do stand up comedy. Everybody and their grandmother, and bring your grandmother. TikTok will Zainab Johnson. She like had like a clip get like a million likes and her shows sold out like the next weekend. That's so wild. I wonder is I have yeah. some that I have a couple of million like yep. uh, videos that, but no one's, it doesn't seem to be happening yet, but any minute, any minute I'm going to be an overnight success as yeah. are you Zach Noe towers. Cause I really enjoy your standup. Very funny, very Thank smart, you. You very uh, silly. And that's my favorite. 
Uh, yeah. So, uh, but you, <laughs> your dorkdom, and let us allow you to speak to it. Yeah. <laughs> is the scary movie. And I said, do you know any summer scary movies? And you were like, oh my gosh, so many summer scary movies. Well, I had this realization that like horror is like so, it holds hands with like young nudity and like young nudity happens easiest in summer. So we've got <laughs> bathing suits. We've got, you know, people stripping down. Like it's just like more conducive to teens dying. Why Why isn't there one called young nudity? That, I, that <laughs> should totally be the name of a, of a horror movie. Um, oh, 1000%. <laughs> so what's your favorite young nudity uh, horror movie? What well, do you, what do you think is, is done well? So, um, it's not a summer one though. That's the only thing. Scream is one of my favorite movies of all time. Okay. Do, are you part of the, do you, wait, what's your relationship to scary movies? Oh, no, no. They scare me. I don't watch them. Some <gasps> people, I can't do it. I, I, I don't even enjoy tension. I have a hard time. <laughs> I have a hard time with drama. <laughs> Did you see Uncut Gems? No. <laughs> oh, it, it would. It would. You don't watch it, Jackie. Would Just it blow don't. My mind? You would. Yeah, you'd have. You have I, a heart attack. I have blood just coming out of my ears. Yeah. I once. Here, I want. Here's. I, and I may have told this story before, but the, my experience is literally. I wanted <laughs> someone to watch. Uh, oh, my favorite year was it? My favorite year or no? No. It was Pillow Talk. I wanted someone to watch. The Incredibly does not hold up, by the way. I still enjoy it. Rock Hudson Doris Day movie Pillow Talk, where it's just like a gaslighting, like sexual predator movie that I thoroughly enjoy from the 50s. Yeah. And, uh, and I wanted a friend of mine to watch it in college. And she was like, if you watch The Omen, I will watch pillow talk and i was like okay and she got me to watch the omen first and then she no. fell asleep during pillow talk no i know it wasn't fair there was no justice no peace no justice <laughs> i will march on that the only thing worse would have been flip-flop if you watched yours first and then went to bed like she fell asleep while you're watching the omen oh like my gosh, get out of town been, get out of town it would have been terrifying but some people find horror and this is what i've learned in the dork forest with many episodes of horror movies is sure. that um people find them kind of cathartic is that what yeah. you enjoy what do you enjoy about them so okay so there are so many different subgenres in horror and like I do not like um like body horror. I don't like saw. I don't want to see an excruciating like arm get pulled out of its socket. I don't want to see like I don't like the horror where it's like you actually feel like for them. I want to see like pop horror where okay. it's again like teen, it's like <laughs> funny, it's, it's like comedy horror. It's just like fun. Okay. Okay, like uh that does sound more my speed, quite honestly. Yeah. What what is a good example? Is that like Scream? Is Scream like that? Scream is um, definitely, it, Scream has a lot of comedy in it, which I, I just, maybe it's because I also saw it when I was like 10 years old. So it just like imprinted as like, this is it. But Scream, I think also has like a huge gay, horror movies in general have a gay following. Okay. And I think it's like an outsider thing or like, you know, feeling kind of unsafe in your surroundings. Okay. But and- and and yeah. and do you like the ones where they catch the bad guy at the end? I like a franchise. I like it like he's. <laughs> okay. You think you caught him, but he's gone. The body's not there. The right. body's not at the bottom no of the body. staircase. 
He's back. Uh, He's back. That's what I have yes. to say about Killmonger in Black in Black Panther. There was no body. They threw him into the ocean. Uh, you can bring him back anytime. That's a good good eye. And I, good eye. And I'm, people, yeah, people see it and they're like, oh, gone. Oh, I'm but no, no more Killmonger. No, that's terrible. And, and you don't want to kill Killmonger. You want to throw him into the ocean and have Namor find his body and bring him back to life. That's what I want. Because uh, and then how he's a tool of Atlantis because Atlantis hates the land dweller. Anyway, wait, uh, <laughs> <laughs> wait is Atlantis really part of the lore Marvel, of yeah, that Marvel universe? Yeah. Yeah, there is, Wait, is. So is that Aquaman or no? No, no Aquaman is DC, and he also oh. has Atlantis because okay, Atlantis okay. can be owned by all things. Okay, because it's in uh, mythology, right? Sure, 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 sure. Wait, so 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 wait, Atlantis. Who do I know any characters from Atlantis in Marvel? It would be Namor. It would be Namor, oh. who was who was in the original Defenders. I think uh, he okay. was in the he were he he fought World War Two with. Uh, Captain hmm. America. Okay. So, but okay. not in the movies, not in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Sure, sure. Yet, yet, yes, yes, That's right. And uh, <laughs> go to the long did, boxes, Marvel. Did you see the most recent Marvel um, Mad- Madness into the oh, into the Dr. mind Strange. of madness? Yeah, yeah. Who was Charlie's Theron at the end of it? Oh, oh, God. Um, uh, first of all, I love Charlie's Theron, and I know. Uh, she. And I did, uh, God dang it. Uh, I haven't seen it in, I haven't seen it in weeks. I'm afraid. Uh, (laughs) she was purple. I think. Does that ring a bell? Right. Right. It was, um, it was, it, it, I have to tell you that uh, she, oh yeah, she was Chloe. Wasn't she? Yeah. Clea. Clea. It it was such a short moment. She's like, we got to get out of here. Clea is (laughs) Dr. Strange's estranged wife who is also super magical. And, uh, and she's like, she actually just became the Sorcerer Supreme in the comic books. Um, so the fact that Charlize Theron is Clea is a goddamn delight to me. It's a delight. That's so exciting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I loved the mind of madness and that was uh, horror. That was Sam Raimi. It was Sam Raimi and he, and he really, it was horror because he brought the zombie. He brought all the what ifs from TV. Because it could mm-hmm. be all the different universes, so he could yep. do all the things. I was surprised that they didn't put Miles Morales in there at all, but maybe because it's there was no deal with Sony yet. But yeah. uh, I did want to see Spider Ham. Who didn't want to see Spider Ham? Oh my God, and- Spider Ham! <laughs> right, but it was um, Sam Raimi. Did he do Evil Dead? Yes, he did. And I this didn't make the my list, but the remake of Evil Dead is incredible. Um, it came out like probably like 10 years ago now, but it's Jane Levy, who was like a TV actress for the most part. She's the possessed one. Okay. And it's just, they do mainly practical effects, which I also love in horror. I don't like when cause CGI gets involved in horror. It takes me right out, but like so many practical effects and it's so gory, but it's like, again, campy gory okay. and i like, just love it yeah you like those old monster movies where like tower of blood or or all of that kind of thing i've had other you know, people on about those i i actually can't answer because i i have not i don't i haven't dived into okay those okay because there is a lot of great new stuff i think all of these movies i've never heard of the girls one Oh my God! The final girls. Yes. Okay. All right. Let's this, start this there. This actually 
Jackie, this might be one for you. Okay. Because it's heavy comedy leaning. Oh, okay. Um, um, Thomas Middleditch is in it. Okay. Um, what year? So is it? This last is probably 20? like four years ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Newish. Okay. Yep. So, um, the concept of this is, um, a girl, her, uh, a girl's mom was like the the. Do you know what a final girl is? No. Okay, it's like the girl who makes it to the end. Oh, of the horror movies, the final girl. <laughs> Yes. Oh, so this feels meta then, the final girl. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes, exactly. So this girl's mom was the final girl in like the Friday the 13th of this universe, right? Okay. But she dies. So this girl doesn't have a mom, but this movie always comes around every year and they have a big screening and like she goes and there's a fire in the theater and her and her friends go through the screen and enter the movie. Oh my god, that actually sounds really cool. Because it's, it's it's like that that Woody Allen movie. So so sad that he's dead. Anyway, he's <laughs> dead to me. But remember the Woody Allen movie where the guy jumps out of the out of the movie? Um, I don't. Offhand, I cannot remember the name of it. All of my brothers are huge fans of Woody Allen. I can't remember the name, but I did see it. But so they end up in that horror slasher movie? Yes. And it's like, it's at the beginning of the movie. So they're like, oh my God, this is the movie. They're all go, they're all doing their thing. And so she sees her mom, but her mom doesn't know her because it's the character. Right. And she like, she's trying to keep her mom alive. And then her and her mom are the two final girls. And um, spoiler yeah, alert, except for the I fact know. that who cares? I mean, you I'm sorry. Have to as know. soon as I said well, it, the thing yeah. is, is you have to know that uh, it's plural. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, um, and mm-hmm. I will make a note in the in the listening this that these okay. movies, because these are these are like because these are all pretty old, at least like that seems to be the newest yeah. one, isn't it? Yeah. Midsummer might be newer. OK. Mid- yeah. Midsummer. But honestly, I don't know where you're saying on this. Like, I, I, I know the no spoilers thing. Jeremy, that's a that's a year tops. Like tops. if you haven't, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna see Thor today and then tweet. I can't believe blah 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 blah. Yeah, no. But a year from now, like yeah. I'm talking willy nilly about whatever I want. Yes, yes, you are. are you are correct. Hard agree. Okay, okay. Hard agree. Okay, good, good, good. Especially some of the really old movies. You know, like Rosebud. It's the sled. It's. I'm so yes. sorry. It's. Uh, I mean. Yeah. This is a I haven't classic. seen that one either, but it's, I know well, what you're talking yeah, about. It, well, <laughs> when I finally saw The Godfather, I finally got about a hundred jokes. So I, I was like, and, and fair <laughs> enough. There's no reason to save The Godfather for me. Right. Yeah. It's 1972. Okay. It's, take so. the gun, leave the cannoli or something. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. The, the horse in the bed. That was yes. an SNL yes. sketch. The horse um, head. Yeah. Yeah. It's like any number of jokes that you're like oh i will always get this you know and then there yes. was a matthew broderick that was just making fun of the whole movie itself that i think had <laughs> um the famous guy who played the godfather names are arbitrary he was that's it jowly yeah everyone's yelling at their non-existent ipods um so so the final girls so was yes was there so who who were the girls and who played the women Oh, okay. So do you remember did you watch American No, you didn't watch American Horror Story, did you? I didn't. Fuck, it's um it's uh okay. 
it's oh my god this is such a long way to get here yeah <laughs> this act Vera Formigas okay either daughter or sister mm-hmm. I thought it was daughter but I think it might be her sister she's just much younger okay but um so a Formiga is in um is the main girl like the young girl yep. and then uh uh Malin Ackerman is the mom okay uh and then like Adam divine is in it as like a wacky character yeah it's like you you if you have any like it's such silly horror you i think would be fine i think you'd really enjoy it okay yeah um well it does sound actually more interesting than because usually it's just you know let's go into the woods and then make terrible life choices um (laughs) i completely agree (laughs) like actually i have one to tag on to this if we're maybe maybe this will be Scary movies Jackie could maybe enjoy. Oh, there you go. That, that I maybe, yeah. <laughs> Let's um, give it so a this, shot. Have, have you heard of Happy Death Day? No. Okay, a girl, a sorority girl, wakes up on her birthday, and she has this like horror. She's mean. She's like make. She makes all these enemies throughout the day, and then after her birthday party, she gets murdered. But then she wakes up on her birthday again. Groundhog Day. So it's Groundhog Day, but with getting murdered. So she keeps getting murdered and she has to figure out who the killer is. Oh, that actually is another one that is very interesting to me. When was that one made? That one probably came out seven years ago. Okay. If I had to guess. These are very interesting. These are much more interesting than the regular. You know, I get Matt Weinhold on here and he's like, well, the ghost and Mrs. Chicken, you know, it's got Don Knotts. (laughs) And uh, the ghost of Mrs. Chicken. The ghost and Mrs. Chicken. Oh, and Mrs. Chicken, sorry. Yes, not the ghost of Mrs. Chicken. Wait, is that a real movie? Oh, yeah, Don Knotts. Oh, no, I see. I thought you were being super funny. Every Halloween, I watch it. I can watch that, and I can watch the Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein, (gasps) Abbott and Costello meet the werewolf, and uh, the Invisible Man. Invisible Man. Invisible Man is actually pretty creepy, quite honestly. The Frankenstein one, not as much. I, you know what's so funny? My mom raised me on Abbott and Costello VHS tapes. Sure. And like, I remember it being kind of like, like the Invisible Man was good. Like, not good, but it like it looks like it. I feel like it might hold up in some weird way. Yeah, it hold it. The Abbott and Costello movies weirdly hold up. A lot of things do not. Uh-huh. Uh And uh, Abbott and Costello holds up. Thin Man holds up, even though it's just obviously alcoholism. But uh, you're just like, what are they doing? (laughs) That's so, oh my God. Alcoholism was so chic back in the day. (laughs) Right. It was the best. They were like, how can, it was the 30s. Some of these movies in the 30s, they're like, there's a worldwide depression. You might want to have an adult (laughs) beverage or 20. (laughs) It was cigarette, like Cigarette after cigarette, and then just like a hard alcohol at, at lunch. <laughs> li- oh, the lunch booze! I, I know that's. I mean, that's why everyone was <laughs> thought Mad Men was so cool. They're like it was the last decade when you could go to like those 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 liquor lunches, martini lunches. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, the seventies came and there was like, well, now we got the EPA. You can't just have a martini at lunch in the seventies. <laughs> and uh, now that we've decided to care about the environment, and um, I'm so sorry to bring up the environment, you guys. This is the Dork Forest. I'm talking to Zach Noe Towers. We've already <laughs> talked about the Final Girls. Let's talk about. I know what you did last summer. That's a summer one. It is. 
so perfect. Is it? It's yes. Oh, so, but this is on. It's like a more scary it, or that's what it's going for. But I would say it's it's like a moderate scary movie. It's not it's not overly gory. Um, It's very like insinuated like it like you don't see things like knives go into people or he has a hook a fisherman's hook okay you know grabs and pulls them and it's like it's scary but it's not like insanely scary okay Um, but sarah michelle geller um jennifer love hewitt ryan philippi freddie prince jr what holy wow that's a who's who of teen hot heartthrobs oh yes that's that those are definitely some young nudity is there young nudity (laughs) (laughs) you know jennifer love hewitt her Breasts are very there, you know, okay. but it, but and it's I all think cleavage maybe and, and yeah, it's and, all it's all cleavage and midriff. Yes, yes, with the ladies yes, and a lot of dudes yes. without shirts. Um, wife beaters. Okay, like oh, uh, the, yep, yep, yep. Sure. Uh huh. The skinny white. Yeah, uh, we sh- I should not say that anymore. It's like so casual. Wife beaters. You remember? Um, it's coming back. <laughs> oh, I made a set again. Okay, so uh, <laughs> the uh, yeah, so I know what you did with summer. So that it's essentially they go to camp. Where do they go? So no. Oh, so you know nothing about it? No, I've never. No. Okay, it's a book. Can you believe it? No. It wait. They I made think a- it's. It originally no, it, was a book. It was a book, yeah. Um it by Lois Duncan, I believe. And she also wrote uh okay, the movie was made with Helen Mirren called Teaching Mrs. Tingle. Okay. Do you remember okay, Vaguely. Katie Holmes, Helen Mirren, yeah. they get a bad grade, they kidnap their teacher and they're threatening to kill her unless she changes their grade. I think that's oh the big thing. I love that. But the the book was called Killing Mr. Griffin and okay. then it was turned into Teaching Mrs. Tingle. But I know what you did last summer is a book. It started as a book. And um, it's like, um, it's kind of like, um, oh, 4th of July. It's a 4th of July scary movie. Oh my gosh. So they're like seniors in high school. Sarah Michelle Gellar wins Miss, like, it's a fisherman's town. So it's like Miss Clambake, <laughs> you know, 99. And um, so she gets crowned. They go to the beach. They have like their little double date couples, kissy kissy. And then they're driving these windy roads by the ocean and they hit someone with their car. And it's like a fisherman and like whole gear. And they're like, if, if we if we tell the cops, this is like, I've been drinking, like this will ruin your life. Julie, you won't go to Harvard next year. Oh my God. We let's get rid of the body. So they take it to the to the water. And right before they push him in, he grabs Sarah Michelle Gellar's clam bait crown. And then like Ryan Phillippe punches him and they knock him into the water. Oh, he's still alive. Uh-huh. But so a year passes and they all start getting these notes. I know what you did last summer. Oh, yeah. And they're all home for summer. Their lives are all like falling apart because they've kept these like secrets and stuff. And then they have to like they get picked off. Oh, then they get picked off by by the Mm -hmm. fisherman who has a Mm -hmm. hook. Yep. Because he's a fisherman. Was he dressed yep. like the fish stick guy? Did he have like, <laughs> I want to it was, it, was the, it was the Gordon Fisherman. Um. <laughs> it was a mixture of Gordon Fisherman and Paddington Bear. And all of a sudden, <laughs> there he was. Um, okay, so that one, that one sounds actually, <gasps> yes. You know who else is in it? Who? Anne Heche. What? She's, okay. So there's this other side story in it. Yeah. Where... Someone else also died the same night they hit that guy with their car. Okay, big spoiler alert coming. Okay. Um, that the guy who they hit with their car killed a guy 
who the previous summer had killed his daughter in a drunk driving accident. And it looked like a suicide, but it wasn't. The fisherman killed him and then literally got hit by this car. Okay. And Haish is the victim's bro- uh, sister. And like, I know that's like twisty, but it's like, it's a good twist in the, when you're watching it. Okay. Now what you've inspired me to ask is the question I always ask uh, when I think of it, which is <laughs> B plots of movies like these. Cause these are movies essentially for children right? They're essentially for like teenagers uh, Mm -hmm. to sort of go, let's all go see this slasher movie. Let's all go see this crazy movie. And, uh, but there's usually a weird political message buried deep in, I get them in shitty rom-coms, right? And whether it's (laughs) right wing or left wing, I don't know if you ever saw Blue Crush. That's my famous one. The summer one? Yeah. I mean, okay. The surfing one. So, There's the the best three examples for me are Footloose, Dirty Dancing, and Blue Crush. Footloose, censorship is bad. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Dirty okay. Dancing, keep abortion legal. Uh, yes. Blue Crush, true happiness is found through corporate sponsorship. And uh, <laughs> that, I'm not even kidding. If you watch Blue Crush with that in mind, you're like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Uh, and, uh, and I'm wondering if you could think of anything in Final Girls, is there a B plot? Is there another message about, because there's probably a family message. That's the main one, you know, family's they do, important. They do say like, like at drugs, like Adderall and like drinking and premarital sex leads to death. Oh, really? But that's kind of like, that's a lot of horror movies. Because, you know, the one of the rules of horror movies is once you lose your virginity, you're up for grabs by <laughs> no. the killer. Yes, yes. The final girl is often like virginal. She like pushes. No, I'm not ready. You know, and she lives. Oh, but the slutty girl who spreads her legs. You know what she she doesn't have? Her hymen. Her hymen is protecting her. (laughs) And once you get that penetrated, clearly Uh knives can get up there. Yeah. And so, uh, wow. And how about I know what you did last summer? What is there? Oh, like a so that B plot because that B plot with Anne Heche. Yes. You're like, it's drunk driving, clearly. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Well, and they're drunk when they hit the guy, too. So there's this whole drunk driving message. Drunk driving. It was probably, it was funded by Mothers Against Drunk Drivers, (laughs) probably. Right? Right? (laughs) That's so interesting. How about- You know what someone- Yeah. Oh, sorry. Someone told me recently that they think the minions are fascists. Oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) I never saw that movie either. Oh, my God. You got to treat yourself to the minions. I know. Well, you know, and I watch a lot of uh, animated. You know, I loved Coco. I enjoyed both Frozen movies a little too much, even though (laughs) the message of the first Frozen movie was um, if your children are special, treat them that they should never, ever use that specialness (laughs) and definitely lock them away. (laughs) Um, I think Buzz Lightyear had some like pro-choice messaging in it. Oh, the new Lightyear one? Yeah. Chris Evans? There uh-huh. was a there was a gay kiss. There was two ladies who were there was, who, there was a peck and the world peck. and the world went mad. A peck. Like if they were if they hadn't been of different ethnicities, it could have been sisters just like, you know. Yeah. Love you. Like, Right. It's oftentimes families will kiss each other on the lips and it'll just be a peck like that. Yeah. Uh, not my family. Oh, he's a cheek. Oh, he's a cheek business. It was like, hey, good night. 
There you go. A little bit on the cheek. Uh, but Andy <laughs> and his mom will do it sort of like the tiniest peck on the, on the lips. Yes. And, yes. um, yeah. So the fact that the light year shocking lesbian makeout scene, uh, is rivaled <laughs> by parents and children all over the world. <laughs> China, is, didn't China not allow it to be played? Oh, possibly there. I think that there were, there were movie theaters who put like, there's a, there's a homosexual interaction. Yes. There's people who are living together. God <laughs> forbid. So, God forbid. forbid. God forbid. Andy's moms. Andy has two mommies, uh, my husband. And oh. uh, and they were oh. together. And his stepmom just passed away like four years ago. And oh But God. they were together for 42 years. Stop. I know. I know. And they were, the first year that they were together, Fran had two kids. And Andy's mom, of course, had him. And they all, five of them lived together. And after a year of them all living together... <laughs> Fran and Chris bring all the kids who Andy was 13. His, uh, his stepbrother was 15. His stepsister was 16. I mean, like they were, they were in their early teens. Right. Yeah. And, um, and they Fran and Chris bring them into the living room to tell them that they're lesbians. Guess what? S- spoiler alert. They already knew. And they had one room, one bed, and they, and that's where the bathroom was. So everybody had to constantly, (laughs) they they tell them and and Andy was like, we all just looked at each other and go, yeah, yeah, we're familiar with what's happening. Can we, yeah, yeah, we all, we want to go sulk like teenagers. We'll be right back. (laughs) That is so, that is so wild that he had lesbian I know they moms. got in on the ground floor of lesbianism back in 77 really? 78 yeah the pioneers of <laughs> right right homosexuality it was, and it's funny Darlene who uh fan of the pickleball uh was she <laughs> um she gave me this less it was a it was a lesbian love story I think set in the 1850s or 60s and one of the great things about it was it didn't end with them both dying uh, they lived happily ever after in the fifties uh, and sixties. Cause you know how all the, all the, you do, it turns out, you know, that all, all the stories about homosexuality forever, they, the sin, the B plot of that is don't do it. Yeah. You know, you got to kill yep. yourselves. You got to be killed. Yep. 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 Um, do Yeah. Do not do it. Um, either your family will leave you, <laughs> your lover will die instantly or you'll watch each other you know be killed right and madness ensues right there's always some sort of insanity and but i did watch uh i own actually because it fascinated me when it came out was uh uh, the celluloid closet that documentary about uh, the history of um of homosexuality in film and how it was depicted yeah it's a great documentary is it streaming uh, probably I have it on okay. uh, an old timey DVD. Hell so, yeah. There you go. But, uh, yeah, you should, I'm sure it's streaming and probably on Netflix. Um, you know, what's so funny is I have, I still have DVDs like in a big CD case. Mm-hmm. haven't had a DVD player in five years. Do you have a PS4? Not... No. Do you have a Wii? No, I don't play games. Oh, you don't have any of the game consoles either. None. Okay. I don't like games in general, if I'm being honest. Well, that's not your dorkdom. Turns out your dorkdom mm-hmm. is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre <gasps> from 2008. Yes. Jessica I- Beale. Oh, Jessica Beale. Wait a minute. Yes. Flashdance? No. Um. Uh. She's married to Justin Timberlake. She was in Seventh Heaven as the oldest daughter. Um. What else? She was just in Candy on Hulu. She was Candy. 
the titular character. Um, this is a remake of the classic 1974 Texas Chainsaw. And again, I saw this when I was like a, a young teen and it definitely imprinted. It is scary. Okay. But it was it was um, either directed or produced by Michael Bay. Oh, like weird. Transformers. Yeah, you yeah, know? the big blow up guy. Yes. <sighs> so him doing horror is very kind of much the same. It's glistening bodies, lights streaming through, like just like epic like shots, like, you know, tracking them across cornfields and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And it was great. And like, there's like, again, the shiniest horror movie in the world. It it is the, you need, you know, sunglasses. Jessica Biel's chest plate is like just going off the whole time. (laughs) Um, So there's the Texas Chainsaw Massacre must be about, uh, I'm going to assume someone with a chainsaw. Yes. And it's kind of based on the true story of Ed Gein. From Wisconsin, who, who I I know about him because I'm from Wisconsin. And they were all Ed Gein jokes when I was a kid. Stop. Yes. Do you remember any of them? I uh, sadly do not. But they were all about making somebody into a couch or a lampshade. Yep. yep. Um, so yep. It, was, it was a lot of that. Yeah, um, he so yeah, this one, I think they combined a couple things because it's Ed Gein. And then there was also like a bunch of grave robbings in Texas. Okay. And I think they kind of fuse stories together. Sure. But it's like these teens um, passing through town. They pick up a girl hitchhiker. This is horrifying. She is like in a state of like shock. And she starts like freaking out because I guess they're driving towards where she just came from. And she's like, no, 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 I can't go back. She takes a gun out of her like vagina. We are, we believe because it's like between her legs and bloody and like her in and she kills herself. (gasps) And so they pull over, they call the local sheriff. Have you seen the original one? Yeah, but like a long time ago. Was that how that one started as well? I don't think so <laughs> that seems super <laughs> dark for 1974 well, and I will say it's like it, it is dark but like it's kind of all just like uh it's veiled gore it's like you don't see everything but um they call the sheriff Yikes. to come get the body yeah. yeah and um he's bad oh he's, he's part bad? of he's part of the family that protects the the chainsaw guy oh okay yeah. And wow. so then it just is like bad to worse. Like he takes their keys. Um, he like handcuffs one of them. Like they're all separated. It's turning night and like they have to like get out alive. And there's a final girl. Oh, there you go. And is there a B plot? What do we learn? Don't pick up hitchhikers. What happened? That's interesting. So at the beginning of this one, they have a bunch of marijuana. Okay. And he plans to sell it to like start a new life with the final girl. Okay. And he gets ri- this is actually so it's uh, it's drugs, I think. Okay. He gets rid of this piñata full of marijuana, but when the cop pulls them over, he finds a a roach clip with a joint this big and he's like, "Is this fucking marijuana? Get down on the And so like this he, they had a bunch of it. This little bit of weed starts this chain reaction of, of yeah, like bad stuff. That's it. Yeah, yeah. That's it. What? Why were they? Why? Where were they driving? They're just passing through town. 
they were, I think, leaving Mexico with like a bunch of drugs, oh, like okay. a, a pinata full of weed. And it's the 70s. So it's kind of like weed, you know, and uh, oh, was the 2008 one set in the 70s? Yes. Okay. Yes. Right. Yes. Period oh, piece. OK. A per- I I love a period piece. Like, all right. give me the 70s all day. Well, you know, people, there's a glorification of the 70s. I was there. It was a little untidy. Really? So, yeah, it wasn't great. It was it was it was a lot dirtier. It was a lot uh <laughs> there was a lot of air pollution. There was a lot oh. of Yeah, the Lake Michigan had dead alewives on the beach. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, I swear to God, the EPA did some good work. Okay, so, wait, say say three nice things about the 70s. Uh well, the the I will say that the 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 whitewashing of it, the 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 nostalgia glasses mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. have found all the nice things about it. Sort of oh, the, okay, the okay, music, okay. the, um, yeah, free love. it's groovy, free love, pre-AIDS, right? Pre-AIDS, that's my thing. That's it's like it. Ex- guys being experimental, no consequences. No consequences, not, not a consequence <laughs> to be seen. Maybe a ripped anal gland. And then you just you wait for that to heal. So, uh, but the, uh, Tiamat. The, uh, no. but the, um, yeah, and the clothes were pretty groovy. And uh, everyone, people dress like dragonflies. I remember I had a music teacher. I'll tell you this. Uh, public education in the 70s was great. I had a music classes in, in grade school. We used to sing. And uh-huh. I, I cried, Puff the Magic Dragon. We learned Puff the Magic Dragon. I sobbed through it while I belted it out. And our music teacher was literally dressed in like several layers of gauze. Yes. She looked like a dragonfly. Yes. It was amazing. She was. I, can't, I wish I could remember her name. Oh, um, but uh, yeah. So those were some good things about the seventies. There's good things okay. about every every decade, of course. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, there were only about four billion people on the planet. That's a good thing. Uh, Damn, I know it. I know it. So, uh, what about Cabin in the Woods? Okay, Annette, we're back to things Jackie might like. Really? Yes. Is, wait, is that Joss Whedon? Yes. Okay. So we have your iconic archetype archetypes Archetype. archetypes um we have like the hot slutty blonde girl the kind of like mousy cute girl who final takes her girl. glasses off yes and, uh- and you're like oh she's not a troll um <laughs> <laughs> you have um the black guy the sto- the skinny stoner nerd okay and the jock okay and oh my they God, are scooby-doo all- yes yes so they all go they like it's so classic like they drive to the town they go to the small gas station and the guy's like you're going to the old blah blah cabin <laughs> you shouldn't go there and they're like yeah okay fuck you old man so they go there and it's like set it's so everything's so on the nose horror movie wise what we don't know right away is that there's surveillance everywhere and there's like a whole underground office setting of people orchestrating what's about to happen next so there's like if 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 she touches like the bear head i'm getting off if she touches the bear head it'll start like this like zombie bear story and like they'll be hunted by zombie bears if she opens this music box it'll be like this like ballerina who died Choose in the your cabin own will adventure come. Kind yes but they don't know what they're stumbling into so they you're watching this all unfold like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh Weird no, oh my God, oh my God. games kind of, yes. there's some sort of puppet master kind of thing yep. happening Yep. with a team 
to run yep. the escape room, essentially. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it's very, it's very meta. It's very funny. Um, it's very dark. It's, but it's like, it's, it's nerdy horror. It's like, it's like, oh yeah. It's, maybe it's for like genre nerds. Cause they have like, again, spoiler towards the end. Some of the young people figure out that there's like that office setting and they wind up unleashing all of the stories. So <gasps> then the Wait, office. All of yes. So there's like a torso dragging itself. There's like. Alligators, you know, with like demon eyes. There's I, everything. I accidentally saw Basket Case, uh, part of Basket Case. Have you ever seen Basket Case? I can picture the box. Isn't it like a picnic basket, like yeah. opening? Well, it's okay. yeah, it's like a wicker basket. It's one of yes. the reasons I think I hate wicker. Anyway, uh, <laughs> it was also in college. I walked in VHS. Someone was watching it, and it's about Siamese twins that are born, and one is uh, they're separated at birth. One of them is just a torso, and the other one is a person, a whole no. person that has a whole body, and the torso uh, is kept in a basket. And he uh, crawls and kills people, uh, finally, in his teens. Yeah. I'm going to watch this immediately. (laughs) It couldn't be dumber. And I remember just watching like five or ten minutes of it and going, yeah, I'm going to go drink. And uh, (laughs) this can't possibly be something that's for me. But uh, Cabin in the Woods, did that have a B plot? What was their Um, day of jobs? Were they college kids? Were they... They were college kids. Oh, you know who? I'm pretty sure... Thor. Um, Hemsworth? Hemsworth. I'm sure. He, I think he's the jock. Okay. Chris Hemsworth. Yep. Um, so I'm trying to think of what is, is that... this in between high school and college? Is this their last hurrah? Why oh, have they this come? Is, yeah. This is college. I think it's like spring break. Okay. But they're like going to go to their... My friend found this cool cabin. It's only, you know, it's it's cheap and it's only three hours outside of town or whatever. Right, right. And they like go. And it's it's like one of those things where they do break all the rules, but like it's kind of like like a nod to horror. Right, right. So, I, so it it it's not specific. Yeah, even though know, Joss Final Whedon, girls, would, yeah, Joss Whedon would probably slap me if he heard me like trying to find a point to the movie. Um, but I'm also just stupid enough that I don't often see the point in things. I just like enjoy it or I don't. Oh, you know, I love it when the pictures move. <laughs> it's like it's a moving picture. That's why yeah. I've come to see it. I'm like, it's oh, like cool. magic. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. I like um, so Cabin in the Woods. So yeah. And there's a final girl in that one, too. Yeah, there's a final girl. And I mean, spoiler, it's the nerdy girl who, of course, makes it towards the end. And uh, the stoner guy does as well. It's like it's so weird because. We find out, again, spoiler alert, if you were dying to see Cabin in the Woods and you haven't in the past nine years. Right. Um, to, to skip forward 20 seconds. But um, they find out that, like, each archetype has to be sacrificed in, like, this ancient sort of way in order to keep, like, the gods happy. So, like, when they refuse to sacrifice themselves, the gods kind of, like, tear through the earth at the end and, like, they're going to like destroy oh. everything. <laughs> yeah. And she says something like, it's one of those weird things. Like the, they figure this out, the girl and the nerdy guy, and they decide not to save the world. They just 
they're just like, no, fuck it. Maybe it's time for it to start over. And then they, the, the, and they, and they drive off because they live. Um, they, they're like in a crumbling setting like this. The, everything's crumbling. They've been really fucked up. Like they just got stabbed a bunch of times. Yeah. And they I think they smoke a joint and like let the thing cave in on them. Oh, OK. Yeah. So I don't Weird. know what that. I know. I don't know. The message what? there is just yeah. like, well, <laughs> yeah, it feels very Philip K. Dick. Uh, just sort <laughs> of a, like, a, you know, he he wrote a minority report paycheck oh. Blade Runner. Um, Whoa. Yeah, he wrote a thousand amazing stories that are almost impossible for this reader to read. Okay, but okay. They make amazing movies. And <clears throat> all the movies, like literally so many movies, the um, actually. That's wild Blade. The guy who wrote Blade Runner and Minority Report are the same person. And Paycheck, which had Ben uh, Affleck in it. So he wrote Total Recall. Oh, my God. Yeah, he wrote. Yeah, it's it's the the movies that he's written are. Let's see. uh, So he's not renting. He owns. He owns a home. Oh, that guy's dead. He died of. of, Here's the good news is he one of his last requests to his wife was to keep up the rights. He said 20 years from now, they're going to make movies out of all of my stuff. So make sure you still own the rights. And then he died. He was a big LSD guy, as you can totally imagine. Yeah, good. Yeah. And uh, but he was out of his out of his gourd. And oh, the man in the high castle. Did you ever see that on Amazon? He wrote. Uh, I'm aware of it. He wrote that. He was. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. He has written an amazing number of stories that are I wish I wish I could just sort of. Why can't I finish my 30 minute pilot, Jackie? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. It's uh yeah, there's uh there's an article on Screen Rant called Every Philip K. Dick Science Fiction uh, Adaptation from Worst to Best or something. So Imposter, which I never saw, two thousand one, uh two thousand seven next. Ben Affleck was so terrible in paycheck, but I still loved it. <laughs> screamers uh paycheck was in wait when was that 2003 it wow. was a uh, total recall the adjustment bureau a scanner total recall got remade too yes total recall it, it was made in like the 80s and like the 2010s right right and and they cannot stop uh screwing with blade runner so oh you didn't like the new one i didn't mind it i didn't mind it here's my thing is I don't, ha- it's sort of like, I don't have a horse in that race. So sure. I can watch it and not like, be offended. It, right. Be offended. Sort of like GI Joe. A lot of people loved, like grew up with GI Joe. When I see the GI Joe movies, which I think are those are Bay movies, like that guy Bay. Um, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, blow up, run fast. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. I, I had more of a problem with the Jack Reacher. Uh, movies which tom cruise bought and then that guy yes. made that tv show with alan uh, rickman? from the office jack ja- um oh my god alan rickman not no. rickman not rich man because uh, <laughs> alan rickman died but okay. um but the <laughs> the guy in the jack reacher tv show okay which is on um prime i think it's yes it's on prime and it is with I thought it was John Krasinski for some reason. 
No. Did he do one? No, he's going to be in the fa- new Fantastic Four, though. <gasps> as Mr. Stretch yep, or whatever. As, as, right, Mr. Fantastic. Mr. Fantastic. And Alan Richson, R-I-T-C-H-S-O-N. And he actually looks like the guy in the books. Like, when you read it, you're like, oh, I oh, actually picture him. that guy who's a gorilla, oh, wow. but a human being. Like, he looks like he's about six seven. And he physically, he was on like some, one of those daytime TV shows where Uh he actually broke zip ties for real. He was like, yeah, I could do that. And he did it. (laughs) And dink. So, uh, is he blonde? He is blonde and he is genuinely one of, like, if you enjoy a giant, I mean, it would be hard to not enjoy a giant man like that and not go to yourself. Well, that, that I would take part in that if that was interested <laughs> in any part of this, but he is not. And, everyone, um, everyone can make use of a man that size. Like, <laughs> even if it's like to put up drywall for an hour, like, <laughs> right, to reach useful. something up high. Yes. That is a useful gentleman, is what I am. Yeah. You hard agree. Hard agree. I said hard. Um, hard. Hey, there's just enough time for the midsummer. What is that? <gasps> so that's um, Ari Aster's second feature. Okay. He did Hereditary. Did you catch that? Well, you didn't watch it, but Tony Collette leads that one. Okay. And it's very like um cult, um, possession, family horror. Okay. That's hereditary. And then Midsummer is the big thing with Midsummer is it's almost entirely during the daytime. So it's like revolutionary kind of in that way. Yeah, because it's usually the dark. Yes. But this is like Right. It's like a, a young a, a college girl um, loses her mom, dad and sister to the sister's mental illness in the beginning of the film. So they're dead. She goes with her boyfriend on his spring break to research this uh, small community, which is like kind of like stuck in time, almost like Amish, but make it Swedish. Do you think that there's an anti small town vibe with all they're like, stay in, stay in the city. Stay in the or, city. Well, this is interesting because I'm beginning, you know, like Sweet Home Alabama. Yeah. Where, the, where they're like, this girl you know, got caught up in the big city and now she's like, she's got to get back to her roots. And like, right. she, they make the big city people look like, like, well, every, crazy. I'm like, every Hallmark movie yeah. is, is move out to where they yeah. grow Christmas trees yes. and, um, and find yourself. Right. But all horror movies seem to be, don't go into the, the rural areas that's where the idiots are ca- being kept it seems like a very much a different kind of sale it is a swapski yeah um so she goes with him to yeah. this like again like swedish amish place sure and it's with like a group and they start kind of getting picked off and they are she knows there's going to be like a May, oh my God, what's it called? May Queen? May. Right, like a um, May Day festival? Yeah, okay. yeah. And it's all leading up to this. And um, basically, they get sacrificed. Uh, the, 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 the village sacrifices six, you know, outsiders every okay, year. Sure. And um, that's what keeps that's what keeps them young or whatever. Exactly. Oh, yeah, really? exactly. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's like just like. It's in their books. It's in their like religion. It's all like very uh, sacrifice ritualistic. Um, and that main girl is Florence Pugh. Oh, I don't feel Florence because she's in Black Widow. She's she was the best part of Black Widow. 
the best part of Black Widow. And I'll tell you something, Scarlett Johansson was great in Black Widow and Florence Pugh was better. Yeah. And really stuck the landing on that thing. And so was Hellboy. So was uh, like Red Guardian. The guy who played Red Guardian was great. Is he Stranger Things? Yeah. Stranger Things guy. Do you like Stranger Things? I've never seen Stranger Things. I know it's amazing. I I'm it's, told. I'm it's busy very watching some deep cuts on uh, on BritBox. I'm over <laughs> here uh, being your favorite aunt. Uh, <laughs> I'm surprised um, I'm not watching all of the spinoffs of NCIS. I'm as surprised <laughs> as anyone. And uh, <laughs> but Florence Pugh, she's 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 in Midsummer. Incredible. Okay, yes, she's the main girl. She's the final girl. Is, does she is she from the United States? I actually, I don't know her. Her, you do not know her nationality. No, that's a great question. Okay, all right. I actually well, want to say look. she is. I want to okay. say she is. Um, but now that's gonna. I'm gonna have an aneurysm if I don't know. Um. Well, here here's my here's my last question. Oh, okay. is that uh, because we're almost at an hour. Yes. And it is, um, is those key and peel, peel and. Oh, Jordan Peel. Yeah. So get out iconic. Us right. was, I'm very glad us was his second film. Cause I think it was a lot to ask of mainstream audiences. Okay. Um, and then I could not be more excited for Nope, which is that's coming out in July 22nd. It's, it looks like a alien Okay. Movie. And yeah. Florence Pugh is British. Oh, uh, shit. There you go. Shit. So now we know. But, but what does she, she? Black Widow, Little Women, Midsummer. She's truly versatile. And crushing it. Yes. So, and she was also in um, Hawkeye, the TV show. As, oh, as I didn't the, know that. As the White Widow. Yeah. She comes in as the White Widow in um the new she's from the black widow program but in the comic book she was called the white widow because she uh always wore white did she die at the end of black widow no black uh scarlett johansson died at the end of endgame spoiler alert this thing is spoiler is all hell and um okay because but here's the thing remember also and granted i think scarlett johansson is done especially since she had to sue disney to get uh money because they're like, oh, we're sorry. We ran out of money. No, no, you didn't. You didn't anyway, actually. So, but they throw, remember she go, she falls. Yes. Um, with the red skull, with the soul stone, much like Gamora. Yeah. Gamora? No, Gamora is the turtle that flies. Gamora is the green sword fighting guardians of the galaxy. <laughs> uh, so, but uh, neither one of their bodies are found. Okay. Which, okay, great. Much like Killmonger. Everybody can come back. And though I think Scarlett Johansson is bought land. So I think she's fine. Uh, so, but I wish that they had made like three, Scar- you know, Black Widow Black movies. Widows. Yes. That, that Black Widow movie. I like it better than Captain Marvel. And I loved Captain Marvel, but I like it better than Captain Marvel because I had more invested in the Black Widow character because of the 20 movies she had done previously with them. Absolute. Or the six or whatever. And Rachel Weiss. Ah, oh, Rachel Weiss. Florence Pugh, Scarlett Johansson, the scene in the plane, I've talked about it a thousand times. It Supposedly on the script, the Red Guardian makes that crack about their periods, about them being on the rag. And Scarlett Johansson and Florence Pugh, the actresses, go, 
no way that's the end of that conversation. Uh-uh. And then uh-uh. they are like, nope, the Black Widow program, they rip out your uterus. So, because um, that is what they do in the Black Widow program, because it interferes with your, because wow. that you can't have kids. Though in the comic book, uh, the Black Widow just had a baby. How did it happen? Well, it's a comic book. Uh, so <laughs> anything can happen in a comic book. <laughs> so Yeah, she has an artificial uterus put in, you right. know. Right. Why wouldn't she? It's uh, they just take DNA, they scrape DNA from him and her, put it together, babies. Yes. <laughs> anyway, so Zach, Noe, Towers, you've been on the dork for us now. Did you have a good time? I had a great time. I'm curious if I what did I live up to dorkdom oh expectations? God. Completely. The thing is, is these are movies no one's ever talked about, and I've had several oh, episodes about horror. Oh, um, and you had different. It's always nice to have people talk about the same dorkdoms because it's always a different angle. You're like, it doesn't, people like the same things for different reasons. And that is a glorious thing about the dork forest is we could, there could be a hundred episodes. I think last year I did, I think no less than four, maybe six episodes about Star Trek, but they were all different parts of Star Trek that people love. Different shows, different whatever. And it was a delight. So this has been a delight. Everyone find Zach Noe Towers, Z-A-C-H-N-O-E-T-O-W-E-R-S. And it's at Zach Zoe uh, Towers on everything but TikTok, which is uh, Zach Towers, right? Oh, no. Venmo. Venmo. Venmo with Zach Towers. (laughs) And you don't need to know that. I need to know that so that I can give you coffee money for doing the show. I love it. But everyone else, if they do, if you have an interest in Venmoing Zach Towers... Uh, it's Zach hyphen towers. Anyway, you've done the Lord's work by being on the dork for us. Thank you so much. And Rangers, you know, the rules out there, take care of each other. Liz Winstead here, co-creator of the daily show and co-host of the feminist buzzkills live pod. Well, the vaginal crossing guards on the Supreme court have destroyed Roe v. Wade. Good news. My nonprofit abortion access front can help. On July 17th, we're hosting an activist training day called Operation Save Abortion. We're gathering experts from every area in the field of abortion justice and live streaming a series of conversations that break down the many opportunities available to you to protect access to all things reproductive care. Helping patients with travel needs, lobbying politicians, and getting into good trouble out in these streets are just a few examples that these amazing panels are going to break down and bonus connect you to the organizations in your area doing this work. So gather your friends for a watch party, then commit to becoming a defender of abortion access. I'll be there, and so should you. Operation Save Abortion, July 17th. For all the info and to register, hit up operationsaveabortion.com. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. (laughs) My hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh my God. Thank we you. Why don't we just call that as the end of the show?